meeting is being recorded. Hello, hello. Welcome to Kill the Bottle Podcast. Eddie's Mora, a.k.a. the Yum Yum Foodie. The lovely Megan is across from me with a glass of, of she's, she's got a stemmed glass I like seeing. I'm her. out. My my one wine glass is dirty. I love. I love that. Yeah, you're drinking wine out of a out of a champagne flute. Champagne glass which that I, I got love. at my wedding. <laughs> That's your wedding glass. Yeah, I have. I go. We got a set of six, and I took two, and for some reason, I kept the two. I don't know how they made it from Colorado to here. Those are really. They're sharp. Those are nice. Those are really nice looking glasses, I know. guys. I know if if you jump on the video, I don't know what we're gonna do. It's like blurred out because I don't know Megan's the back of Megan's apartment must be trashed or something because she has it all I'll blur it. out. Um, I'll unblur it. I'll unblur it. Oh, yeah. there it is. It's just a ring light and some open drawers. It's fine. And we see. Nope, there's no dildos on the shelf. You're good, Megan. You're Not good. Yet. Yeah, the night is young. The night is young. Those, yeah, those are really pretty. Uh, that's a really pretty flute. I yeah, one thing out of my marriage that I that was nice. That wasn't broken. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't broken. If it was Not a yet. Jewish wedding, you would have mazel tov. Night is young. Fucking broke those glasses. Um, yeah, I am. I'm. You know what? I went. I went to my what now. M- it's not my 100% like tried and true steady, but I, I went to like a steady, easy sipper. Uh, I went to Elijah Craig small batch, like easy to drink, 94 proof bourbon, super like uh, available everywhere. It is like, uh, you know, it is the the Toyota Corolla yeah, of bourbons. So it's fine. It's good. Let's, I, let's It's good. Let's talk about that. You're not going to get drunk off of that, though, that you're already buzzed. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not already buzzed. So I, I was telling Megan before Bullshit. the show started that I'm going to sound, I'm going to sound more, uh, you know, more inebriated than I am. And the reason being is uh, her dad's a dentist. I just got back from the dentist and my mouth is super numb. So every sip of this bourbon, it tastes different because part of my mouth is numb. Part of my mouth isn't like it's like hot, cold, hot. Cold. It's like the weirdest thing ever. I've I've actually never had my mouth numbed before. I think that. Well, no bullshit. I had wisdom teeth taken out, so I had to have had it numbed before. But not no, in my adult life under. have I had my mouth numbed where I can't like taste stuff. So I could taste this, but it's super freaking weird. Uh, There's two. Two things I hate. I'll do anything. Like I'll, I'll get catheterized. Like I'll do anything at doctors. But I'll get catheterized. Reason, Ooh, that's my worst for, nightmare. For some reason, two things that I I fucking hate are mouth numbing and getting dilated because I just don't feel like I have control. Uh, it's oh. the same reason I don't smoke weed because I just I don't like not having like a control of something like it. Megan, I've me seen out. you so pretty hammered. Things. You do not seem to have complete control of certain things. I'm just saying. I'm pretty in control there. Wait till you see me high on weed. It's a fucking mess. <laughs> okay, got what's it. What's your What's your doctor thing? You don't do if you don't have to. Uh, doctor thing I don't do if I don't have to. Man, let me like because my cavities. I when I would get my dad to fill them, I would have him do half the numbing. I would just sit through the pain because so, I hated the numbing that much. So I'll tell you, uh, it was really weird because I had never had a cavity before. And I still don't have cavities, but I, st- I needed fillings because of grinding my teeth. Mm-hmm. So I've chipped teeth because I'm, I'm, I'm so meticulous about cleaning my – it's like the weirdest thing. I could come home obliterated, blackout drunk, and I floss because – I've been told <laughs> I still do. So I will floss. I brush my teeth. I can't go to bed without flossing and brushing my teeth. It's just that's it is it is what it is. I that's the one thing I'm like the terminator about. I'm like robotic, doesn't matter what's going on. I'm hyper focused when I walk in the house. There'll be clothes thrown everywhere, but then I see even if I didn't throw it in the garbage, I find like the used floss. Uh one thing that I wish I could do without is the prostate exam. Uh, let me tell you, I don't know about those. It is. Yeah. Well, you don't know about those, uh, unless you had a guy you dated that asked for it, but it's very, at least for me, it is not comfortable and it has nothing to do with like being like, Oh, something in your butt gay, whatever. I don't, I don't care about that. It is just not, my butt is not designed for that. It is, does not feel good, (laughs) but you know, prostate cancer, like people keep dying of prostate cancer. And, and when people die of prostate cancer, from what I have understood, is because they didn't take the fucking time to read. Because it's something that can be somewhat avoidable. And so I see, yeah. I'm already slur- avoidable, avoidable. So anyway, that is probably the one thing I would say, 
like no thanks <laughs> to the doctor unless unless I had like a doctor that was a I don't know a lady with like scarecrow skinny fingers or something that that don't but <laughs> you know when I walk into the doctor's office I'm always looking at their hands I'm like all right <sighs> okay yeah you mm, wouldn't be a right. good woman no no no, no. I just, just that, like that any tiny fingers we have to go in yeah and it, yeah I I just like just tiny just tiny I don't maybe yeah. maybe you know maybe enough Elijah Craig and it'll be <laughs> easier on me but it's that's what I I can't no it's I'm not a happy fan that's like the one thing I'm like I put all the needles you want I've never had a catheter that sounds like my worst nightmare a tube up my <laughs> sounds like the like it is cuz you know it's just not it doesn't sound like fun it yeah the pulling out the putting it's just no no thanks yeah, I had a, I have what's called interstitial cystitis, which is like, and at the time was like an old man's disease when I got diagnosed. I was in high school, um, and it's basically like the lining of your bladder kind of just gets eaten away after a while, and I we could never figure it out what was going on, and then they finally diagnosed it. Um, I just kept having like, like UTIs. It felt like my mom was like, "Stop having sex," and I'm like, "I'm not." You're like, "Mom, ask Dad to look at the capillaries in my mouth. I'm having no yeah, sex." <laughs> I'm not. I was just getting these, and of course, she blamed it on that. But it required the treatment was about once a week. I'd have to go get catheterized and get a medicine injection. Oh my gosh. Um, I know. And then I realized, like as an adult, if I just drink a lot more water, the symptoms aren't horrible they're I, they're livable so i think i had I just to when i was a kid water. where it was like the urge to pee but there was nothing there nothing uh-huh yeah and it was i remember constant. having that uh i remember you know my mom telling me in spanish what i had because i would just be in it was mm-hmm. like there's like you don't there, you don't go and i don't remember how you know because I was, I was a little kid i don't remember how they treated it but it i don't have but it I, yeah i don't have to do it anymore but it was it was a weekly thing that is oh embarrassing it's, it's, oh, are well. you, i'm not afraid of going to the doctor I'm not afraid of going to the dentist. I, 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 I am in California. This shit's ghetto out here. These people are crazy out here. The offices are so small. Um, it's just a machine. And you have to pay for parking at the fucking hospital. Like, come on. It's, I'm paying for the appointment. I live in they don't Pasadena. validate parking. <laughs> I don't, I don't, like, I don't my, have to my, pay for parking. My doctor's in like Glendale, right? When you get off to go up to Pasadena. Like, there's no reason I should have to pay parking at the hospital. Like, California yeah, that's that's a bunch of bullshit. Joke. I mean, you know. So I have to go early to my appointment to go find street parking to walk my ass up. Uh, I did that today. <laughs> and I, I do it. I went early today to find street parking. And you should have seen me at the, at the – this is how responsible I am. Again. I was at the doctor's office – at the dentist's office. And I was like, hey. Uh, so, you know, they're like, oh, it's going to be a minute. Or it's going to be a while. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, what's a while? You know, and they're like uh, – that's why I texted you. I was like, hey, I might be running a, a few late. And they're like, oh, about an hour. And I'm like, an hour ain't a while, fool. Like just go, this just California. fucking put some needles in my put some needles in my gums. Let's get this shit done. Uh, and then the and then the lady I I I told the dental assistant I, I was like, hey, I'm I'm recording a podcast after this, and she's like, well, you know, just get a smoothie, get something cold, and usually that will like expedite the process of 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 the uh, the anesthesia kind of going away, and you'll start to get more sensation. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. I'm like, I'm like, let me, see, I want to see what booze tastes like. With my mouth being so numb, they're, they're with it falling out. Yeah, well, yeah. So there, there's a place in there's a place in Vegas called well, it's it's the Cosmopolitan, not a place. If people who know what Vegas is, the Cosmopolitan Hotel. Within there, there's a bar called the Chandelier Bar, and it's it's the Chandelier Bar because it has this gigantic chandelier that goes down like three floors. So you have this like kind yeah. of wrap around staircase going up, and the chandelier goes all the way down. Anyway, Easy to get lost in that place. It, yeah, super. you can go in, you can't go out of the Cosmo. <laughs> but uh, uh, insider travel tip: the Cosmopolitan is a Marriott, so you can actually get Marriott points by staying there, as opposed to staying at some other bullshit resort that's not related to Hilton or lo- whatever. Whatever your rewards program is, at least Cosmo's a Marriott. And uh, you know, Vegas they charge you for everything. Cosmo's one of those places where if like you have any status on Marriott, they have like a little room with basic coffee that you can get for free you know you know what i mean so they can keep you awake longer so you can spend more money uh but anyway my 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 point of the story is they have a drink on the it's actually not on the menu it's off the menu but it's always there and it's at the cosmo and i love to to recommend that to people when they're telling you to go into vegas i forgot the name of the drink you could look it up and it has a flower in it that's poisonous 
but in 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 large doses. So the tiny amount of that flour that's in the cocktail numbs your mouth and it numbs your taste buds. So as you drink this cocktail, it starts to taste different every single sip because your mouth goes from numb to un it's cool as shit. Yeah, mm. exactly. I don't know if it's called if they called the verbena or the it's something like that. Um, but that anyway. sounds like someone was trying to kill a spouse and they discovered something. You've been watching too much true crime. Let's you've been watching you've been watching too many Netflix docs. Is what's going they, on they there? They do the after interview where they're like, "Oh yeah, well I'm glad it didn't kill her because we're millionaires now." I I can't. There was one that I watched the other day. Um, it was the uh, it was like I don't know if it was like American something. It was it's one that's popular right now on Netflix, where the, the you know they they think the that the girl is kidnapped and she's playing like the yeah, gone girl. It bullshit yeah. and then i don't want to give anything away but she's not playing the gone girl anyway yeah uh, my it friend, sounded like bullshit the whole time it sounded until... like bullshit the whole time which made me like i was like oh she's not bullshitting because she sounds like bullshit right yeah. from the beginning um a friend of mine posts on her tiktok a couple days ago or maybe even yesterday that she's watching the docu and while she's watching the docu she's like huh this cabin in lake tahoe looks familiar it turns out that she Airbnb'd that cabin with a few friends like three years ago. And she slept in like the room where all of the stuff went down in that show. I know. And she was wow. just freaked the F out. So it's just one of those things. Where, why am I saying freak the F out? You know what? Because this might be a clip for Instagram and I don't want to have to bleep out, you know. Anyway. So, yeah. Isn't that bonkers? I, I've never that had that happen crazy. that I know of. That I that I stayed somewhere where some shit went down, <laughs> and I found out after the fact. Like I don't intentionally be like, you know what? I really want to stay at uh, within the proximity of where allegedly OJ did some shit. You know, like I I don't know is is that something you you'd want to do? Do you want to stay somewhere where something happened, like something crazy I'd go happened? Visit. <laughs> yeah, I'd go I'll go visit. visit. I don't want to sleep there. I'm not gonna sleep there. What what what's the hotel downtown that's all haunted? The Sicily or the oh the one where Cecil the Cecil Hotel where the yeah the Asian girl um, they in found the water her in tower. the water tank and yeah. everyone was like using the water and like something's not right and They're then like, yeah, like why does this water the, taste like death <laughs> why does this taste like someone's rotting and then like if you watch that documentary or you know anything about that hotel like it's that the death span. You know, back into the early 1900s, I think when it was built, that people jumping, someone jumping to suicide and then landing on another woman and killing her in the process. And it just year after year after year, death, 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 death. And then um, Lamb was her name, something Eliza Lamb. She ended up, she was bonkers anyways. So they kind of put that rumor to rest that it was a ghost or something crazy or someone did it. But um, she ended up, you know, getting uh, opera rockers and climbing up a water tank and jumping in and probably not able to get out and they found her naked so everyone was like oh my god it turns out like if you're swimming in water for hours or trying to survive you take off your clothes because it gets it, so heavy it weighs you down yeah 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 so it, it all makes sense in the end but it was a fucking freaky story i remember i remember watching that and this happens to me all the time now uh, tell me your thoughts i i don't understand how my phone is a tiny little camera and it shoots in 4K, like 120 frames per second. It looks like a fucking movie. Yet every time, I know this happened years ago, but anytime we see security footage, it looks like a UFO video from the 1970s. Oh, yeah. Like, what? Yeah. What's, the, what's the deal with security cameras and that bullshit? I mean, I, don't, I think we, exactly. we need to, st- all we need to do is go to China, buy good 4K cameras, and make 4K security cameras, and we would corner the market. Or is, or are they trying to make sure we don't see anything good enough? Population control. Population they control. Those, they need those murderers wandering no. the streets. If you want population control, just move to Texas. Uh, I wanted to congratulate my friend. Uh, so uh, my my friend who They're I worked promoting population. Yeah, uh, that's true. Um, so I, I want sorry before I, I I wanted to do this and I have it in my notes here so I just don't want to forget I know it's like throwing a crowbar into what we're talking about but I didn't want to forget because I wanted to acknowledge her um, my friend from 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 my previous show Dinner Takes All Cartier Brown I want to congratulate her on her tenth 
fucking season of Delicious Miss Brown on Food Network. I remember when her and I wow. were working on Dinner Takes Hall in 2018, and she was talking about this potential opportunity to work with Food Network and just how excited she was and, man, how hard she works. So big ups to, like, I, you know, I, I always got to give – first of all, she's my friend and she's a beautiful human being. But you got to give, a, like, give a shout-out to people who work their asses off. And uh, Yeah, hold on. Let me think about some in my life. Nope. Okay, what about the people you're not you haven't had sex with in your life <laughs> that worked their ass? Oh, up? absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely not either. No, I was yeah. just Yeah. You're you're probably the only friend I know that like works as hard, if not harder than me. I'm trying to sit here and think like who would I congratulate right now? And I'm like, Oh, that's right. No nobody. We, you and I are both hard working people. Yeah, yeah. And I and I uh and I knew that I think when we started our show that like that was something that was going to connect really well between you and I is that we're both like go getter kind of folks. So yeah, I I, I might have lost some friends there. I'm probably forgetting you. Sorry, friends. It is kind of a joke, but it's like my New Year's <laughs> thing too. And I've been talking with therapists just about like, well, look, don't look at those people. Like that's who they are. Look at the people that you for the last you know 20 years of your life have chosen to surround yourself with, and then kind of examine like where you're hanging out and like what kind of people you're meeting and. So I'm doing doing that not to put anyone down. Well, no. maybe to put are, are you down. excited? <laughs> are you so you know Valentine's Day is around the corner. Uh, yeah. Are you excited to not have to deal with any bullshit for Valentine's Day? Um, I haven't really ever had to deal with bullshit except disappointment on Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, I that is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. When I was in relationships, like nothing. I my, my husband, my boyfriends. I it just be it'd be in nothing. I, it would be me planning a dinner and like me going and being with someone that doesn't like seafood. And then I'd have to like feel like shit because I can't go get like a tasting menu meal because they, they're so picky or they don't have money. Or so it's I've spent so many Valentine's Days intentionally by myself because I really do like to go get a tasting menu. And I don't have a lot of friends that I want to sit through a Valentine's Day dinner. And that would do that with me. I know you would, but you have a wife. <laughs> and you would go well but we could do her. we could do a pre-valentine's day like friends dinner i'm down for that and we would go and do a fucking tasting somewhere and have a blast we could do that. like i i'm laughing it's... because the last valentine's day dinner that i had with people that do like 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 good food i made the reservation for one they were looking for something it's an ex of mine that i'm still friends with um, and I was like, ah, you both can come. So the last Valentine's dinner I had with someone I had dated was him and his girlfriend and me downtown. Whatever. Yeah, so, so, you know, yeah, she's great though. I love both fo- of them, folks so. listening at home. He's been on our show. Too. It's funny. Like Megan and I, I, I can't like the amount of times we've actually sat down and had dinner. I think I can count on one hand. So, which is kind of, we should have been, um, we should have when we were up in what well, when we were up uh, in the wine wine country Napa. Yeah, and I I was flirting with some dude and completely like you know was oblivious to the fact that you're like Megan come sit and have dinner and I was like no I'm having fun I should have sat and had dinner because that dude ended up being a douchebag but you had a really nice dinner and I missed out on it. Well, Lesson that's learned. fine because eventually on that trip I ate a bad oyster and I ended up shitting my pants out for a yeah, good a good generous amount of time. That was the most miserable. It was what drive plane. Oh, it's the worst you've ever seen me. Uber weight. Oh, it's the worst you've ever seen me. So, guys, let me let me paint a picture. Not the picture of me shitting my pants because I didn't. You know, no no poo hit my underwear. Uh, but I, I, Megan and I go and record a couple of shows up in the you know up in Sonoma and Napa and that and that part of the world. And we go out and we have this like amazing celebratory dinner. We have it was awesome. We really we really had a great freaking time that night. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just to give you an idea of exactly when it was, if you you know want to jump on the whole Google thing, Megan and I are in the elevator and we're like heading back to like call it a night. And boom, we look at our phones and it was the night that Taylor Hawkins of the Foo Fighters had passed away. That's how I yeah. never forget what night we're we like were. walking into the rooms. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So we you know whatever. By and you're like, oh shit. So next day, so okay, we 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 you know we go our separate ways. In the like maybe like two hours later, I get hit with the stomach like 
you know, it was like Mike Tyson circa 1988 was sitting in my stomach and just like speed bagging on me. And I, you know, I spend the entire night awake and going to the bathroom. And then Megan and I, the next day, I take her to one of my favorite places in the entire world. Um, I forgot about which, that. Which is a, a winery that I don't want to mention now because they fired. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to mention them because like right before Thanksgiving, they they fired everybody that worked there because of new ownership and they're a bunch of dirt bags. So I won't be going back there. It's Spring Mountain Vineyard in Napa. Um, they fucked over uh, so many people who loved on them. Oh, anyway. no. But so the next day, Megan and I go and... Oh my god! Like we run to like a CVS. I get a Gatorade. I'm trying to do everything in the world to try to keep down this wine that I love. It is like the nectar of life for me. <laughs> you know, it is like it, it is John Connor, and I am the Terminator. We're not, and I'm trying we're to get to this fucking drinking wine. Drinking the wine, we're getting a tour of this like mountain yes, of well, old school places and eddie's having to suffer through i'm having the time of my life i've never been there and eddie's just dying and i'm like grabbing his wine and drinking it for oh, him and-, Megan, was, <laughs> and we were drinking i think if i remember correctly they poured us a bottle from 1979 a bottle from 1987 they just brought out the big guns oh my God. and i am di- and i'm trying i even th- I, I hurled in the on. parking lot yeah, I went in without you and i was like what do i do because <laughs> i wasn't gonna sit there with you and the which car. is a recurring story with <laughs> With you. Anytime I'm not there, you don't know how to behave. <laughs> you don't I know don't know how to do. behave. What do I do with my hands? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're turning to Ricky Bobby. Like, what is that, Megan? What is uh, what do You I don't do? know what to do with your hands. <laughs> so last week, I was so I'm lucky. like, hi, I'm Megan. <laughs> Megan. So anyway, that that was the worst day ever. I don't even remember how we got to this because whatever. I'm My mouth is numb. But... Um, you want to know worst day ever? I'm just going to say this story now that we're going into embarrassing it. Let's stories. Do it. Let's dive into the I worst day ever black hole. I you that night. Um, I, I'm not going to throw this guy under the bus. It's not his fault. But I had been on Instagram and I chat with a few people. And most of them I know or I thought I knew. Um, I was chatting with this guy who's kind of responded to all my stuff. I thought, based on his picture... Um, and the conversations we had, like, I thought I knew this guy. Hold on. Time I out right I there. Him- Hold on. Time out right there before you continue. Just folks, uh, Instagram, I'm assuming dating profiles, anything like whatever picture you see, that is the Isn't best that, that person best will ever fucking look. That is the Playboy airbrushed, like their Not hoo-ha mine, has yeah. no hair on it <laughs> version of them. Anyway. Okay. So continue. So I, um. I thought I knew this person from kick my kickball league I'm in. Uh, and he, at some point, <laughs> I was watching football um, on Sunday. And he's like, hey, can I take you to dinner this week? And I was like, fuck it, sure. Like, why not? Um, Tuesday, I'm open. And again, I thought I knew who this was. And um, I show up. I pick the place. And it's luckily, it's a place I'm a regular at. And it's right by my my house. But... Um, he walked in and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know this person. And I think normal people might like leave. I don't know. I, I stayed. You like the pain. <laughs> I mean, is it, was he the well tequila equivalent of, uh, yeah. I don't, I, I'm not, he was very pleasant. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Fair. All right. So, okay. Yeah, I, I don't, and I, I don't know if he listens to this show. Um, I probably won't meet up with him again. I could tell you his life story. Um, I chugged down some soju. I didn't eat, uh, and then like rushed home and just mortified, mortified because it never had happened to me. And I made it a point this year that I'm like, I'm not going on dates. I'm just focusing on getting my business, my shit, all my stuff together. And for some reason, something I just was like, why not? I'll just go to dinner. It's not a date. And I made it clear and it was absolutely 100% not the person I thought it was. And oh, my God, I was I was sitting there texting you like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I remember <laughs> this. <laughs> I, um, I, shout I, out to him. I um, remember if he does this listen, vividly. It was pleasant. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> he bought my soju. So fuck it. And, and you know, soju's tasty. I uh, Yeah. And they have a new sugar free one I need to try now. So. Oh, I got to try that, too. I. 
I was super lucky. I went to this Bordeaux festival at Fort. It sounds like so fucking fancy. So it, it, uh, Bordeaux festival basically means a bunch of people from France who work at a winery or they're the wine producer, the winemaker, whatever. It depends on the budget of the winery and who they decide to fly over here. They fly them over here. I think they, they and what they do is they try to organize these events. So they do one in maybe like New York, Miami, San Francisco, Dallas, L.A. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing is it maximizes the fact that they're over here. And at one of my favorite restaurants in L.A., Redbird, they had their their event space behind the restaurant. It's called Viviana. They had the Borde- this Bordeaux festival. I can't. It's I'm using Bordeaux festival as just like a good generic term. Basically, there's probably fifty to sixty wines that were there. Um, I want to say at least thirty to forty different producers, meaning producers, meaning like wineries, and they had different wines that they make. And Megan, I can't begin to explain to you how fucking delicious wine from Bordeaux is. I sat there and I was like, I'm walking around and I'm like, oh, fuck. How do I make it seem like I'm not just trying to drink every wine here? So what See, I would that's do... that's the difference between you and me at events. Well, no, no, I no, no, no. Hold on. But Megan, I would Megan, just do so, it. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful that I, because I'm an enthusiast, I think I know a little bit more about wine than your average consumer. So just a little bit more, not much more, but enough to host a podcast where we talk about shit like this. So I know certain wine regions that I'm like, oh shit, I know that the stuff from this region, I'm going to want to drink most of what they pour me. And I know that there might be some surprises over here in this region. And I know that blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I walk in and I... Oh my god! I started trying some of these wines, and Vivino, which is an app on you know uh, on Apple, it's on Android. It's an app that like will help kind of like catalog wines that you get to try. So it like scans the label, it tells you ballpark how much that wine is worth because it'll tell you the price of what that is retail at a store, and then it'll show you like a star rating and reviews from people. Okay, cool. So I'm walking around and I'm like, I'm vivinoing. I'm like, oh, this is a $70 bottle. I'm like, all right, that's good. All right, I take a sip and I'm like, all right, this is great. I'm like, how do I not seem like an alcoholic? All right, let me dump half of that. Uh, and then I'm like, I go down to the other side and I run into some friends and I'm like, hey guys, how are you? I'm like, <laughs> drinking. Let me swirl this smell. I'm fucking lit by this point. I'm like, let me, and everybody's lit. They're all sommeliers. I'm not a som. They're all sommeliers, and they're pretending to not be shit-faced. That's my favorite thing is people watching at these events where people who are in the wine industry are pretending to not be shit-faced because I wasn't shit-faced at all. I really wasn't. I was a little bit buzzed, but there's some people there that had like the red teeth, the red mustache. They were on it, and and that was my favorite experience in the world. But I will tell you, time and time again, you know, it's it's like – just tested, and it's a true thing for me. Anything from Bordeaux that is from a region called Puyac, which is it, uh, it it's spelled like P U I P U I A double L A C, something like that. And the double L sounds like a Y sound, like a, as if it was in Spanish. Puyac. Anything from that region, Megan, is mother fucking delicious whether it's 50 bucks whether it's a thousand bucks whether it's i tried some ridiculously good wines and i was like all right you win motherfuckers anyway i just had to it's it's a it's a food and wine show so i was like i had to give you a little bit of a a wine experience that i had last week and i was like mind you uh it was during business hours so you would not have been able to make it with me but i i could have gotten you into that and that yeah i would have drank all the wine you would have drank no problem. You would have drank all the wine and ended up marrying a sommelier. So you know what? Yeah. We need to figure out your life choices, Megan. This is all we need to do. <laughs> Never getting married. I could you, see you. I could see you marrying two things. I could see you marrying a successful musician. And what I'm referring to by successful musician is somebody in the music industry who makes a really good living, whether they're a mixer whether they're a studio musician, but somebody that has like roots in music that will connect to you in that sense, but is not like traveling 200 days a year because that does not fucking work for anybody. I'm sorry, you know, and, or works with Taylor Swift. Mm. Dude, have you seen all it's the working. shit that's popped up on? Oh, my God, dude. 
right. Like one political thing I'm going to fucking say, and it's not even that political, but like it's popped up on like Newsmax and all these fucking crazy that the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey relationship is a is a conspiracy by Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how an like an eighty year old dude and the people around him uh, have a conspiracy of two young people fucking that are football player and musician. But anyway, that is it is all that that's what it is, Megan. In case you didn't know, um, it is I a. Don't, I don't. My conspiracy <laughs> theory is this is all ratings. I I think they're together, but I think that the stars. Are aligning a little too right. I'm just. I'm but I don't, I don't think that's that their Grammys, fault. I think no, that I has to do with either. like Roger Goodell I think and the NFL. I, yeah, and then you know, the so the Grammys are going to happen. This is going to be Kelsey's probably if he goes, which I'm assuming he's going. She's gotten all of his shit. Um, I, I'm assuming we're going to see Kelsey for the first time on a live red carpet with Taylor, which is going to be pretty epic for me. You know I think that's going to be funny. As as much as the like whole. Some, Bull, classy. You know, I don't want to say BS about it, but you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of it. football. You know, it, yeah. it, it, it hurt me a little bit. And mind you, the, the, the Dolphins played like shit against Kansas City, and I didn't expect the Dolphins to make it anywhere. Especially, not making excuses, but I'm, I'm just being a realist. They had so many injuries on that team that I didn't expect their defense to make it past where they did. That mm -hmm. being said, watching Kansas City play. Like they can get away with murder on a I football know, field, that, and so that game they just kept getting away with one thing after the other. I mean, Baltimore played like shit, but they like Kansas City kept mm -hmm. getting away with stuff left and right, and it, I, that's why I just feel like this is what's going to happen. Taylor Swift's going to take over the Grammys. Kelsey and her are going to be the star of the show, and then the Super Bowl is going to happen next week, and then Kelsey's going to win. Taylor's going to be on the field. And then he's gonna propose, and then like they fucking win life, and then I'm done. Are I'm you? I'm done. <laughs> That's how my do prediction. you feel about Can we Usher? Bet on that? I'm I'm an Usher fan, so I'm actually I'm so I'm an Usher fan. I don't think he's of the magnitude of what you expect to see at the Super Bowl. That being said, I love that now maybe kids that were born in fucking 2010. Are are gonna learn about Usher and 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 you know and some really good music might fill their ears that well, they're not accustomed he's to. He's nominated for a Grammy, I think, this year too. Oh, so good. I I had no idea. Yeah. I have <laughs> no. The, if you look at the Grammys list, it's like a complete like. I think I did a video on it where I was like, if you like went back in time and like or flash forward in time, you would think times didn't change. But the list of people who are nominated is the same people who are nominated in like 2001. Uh, by like, the way, Megan, like, on, ABBA, ABBA's nominated. Live ABBA on nominated. our show, because this show will come out on Grammy Sunday. Uh, I'm inviting you to be my plus one to a Grammy event that I'm going to. So I'm just letting you know Absolutely. this now. You can let me know once the show is done. It's Sunday. So it's a Grammy Absolutely. viewing party. All right. But I'll you can't go. bail Absolutely. on me at the last minute if you're my plus one. I'm just letting you know this now. Uh, oh. <laughs> Shit. oh, fuck. You can't out. flake out. <laughs> um, so, Megan, excited, I, have, I have a question for you. I'm excited for all the next the week's events coming up. Yep. So, I, you're, you're, you're more active on TikTok than I am. I, I'm not. I'm not even on it right now. Well, but go okay, ahead. Hold on. Right yes, now, it could be different. You have been more active in the past. I'm not as active on TikTok. And then something that happened to me this week kind of reinforced it for me. So I have the habit of creating like a video and I share it on everything. It might do better on Instagram. It might do better on Twitter or X, whatever the fuck. It might do better on TikTok. So it did about as the same on Instagram this video that I created where I it's just like that stupid fucking cat meme where it's like the black cat looking at the other cat and it's like judging it and it's about to like snap right so I did a meme anyway and it, and it and I posted it on both platforms Instagram benign a couple comments here and there you know the normal interaction with people oh I get it blah 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 and I'm I'm making fun of people somewhat appropriating Cuban culture and calling like a Cuban sandwich a Cubano, which is like nails on a chalkboard oh, for so me. Oh, so something we can all relate to. Um, something we can actually, because now Cuban sandwiches are fucking on like rando menus. Uh, 
But TikTok. Relativism is your jam. Dude, TikTok turned into this like hostility festival of a bunch yeah. of fucking assholes. And I'm yeah, looking at it and I'm like, who will, yeah. When did, like, and, and I know, I feel like I felt like TikTok is more people living in their basement where nobody listens to them and they feel empowered by whatever their commentary is on TikTok. At where Instagram is moment. not that way. Eh. I, what are your thoughts? I don't know because your your Instagram and mine are very different. <laughs> so yeah. uh, you know, so that's like I, you know, mine are very benign. I don't I don't dive too much into into my life like you do, and I and I commend you for it. I'm not making fun of it or, or like what, but it's like you would understand this more than I. That's why I'm asking you. I'm like, what the fuck? Why do people on TikTok feel like a green light to be a dirtbag, which is fine because I almost feel like finding who they work for and be like, you know that your employee's a shithead. Here, you know. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah. No, I, I I get it. I think if you're listening to this or you follow me, I get it. I get it harsh. My favorite, it's it's almost an opportunity for me to um, fight with dumb people, which I enjoy. Me too. In my spare time. Um, but then it, there's there's the people that like at that moment, they think they know everything. It, I, it's the comments I get. <laughs> the one that killed me was like this woman's like, oh, my God, you're just horrible. I hope that you don't have kids. And I was like, <laughs> me yeah, too. Bitch. Like, have you looked at my fucking profile? <laughs> yeah, bitch. Like, I'm anti kid. Like, you don't know me at all. You haven't even the opportunity you had to even get me at all you didn't go onto my profile and realize i spout anti-kid shit constantly. constantly but that's your comeback all these people do is compliment me when i did my taylor swift video they were like oh jealous much i was like absolutely that's why i did the video because i'm super jealous of her she's fucking killing it i wish i was killing it Thank you. It's not a diss. Or when they're like, look at that girl. She's got Tim Burton eyes. I was like, that is the nicest thing fucking ever. Please, Jesus, let Tim Burton see that. The worst one I got was the douchebag that was like when I talked about abortion being legal for people, especially in situations like rape. The dude was like, oh, it's it's funny to me that ugly girls are worried about rape. Don't worry, honey. You have nothing to worry about. (laughs) And I spoken by some guy who probably cannot get it up, but that's fair. Yeah. He lives in like Illinois, but I mentioned this one because you just mentioned this. I don't do this because in the past when I was a teacher, I had I had vocalized my thoughts about a girl who was against dress code. And I said, it's about learning professionalism. And I got fucking ripped apart and I was not holding back. Well, one of the girls found out where I worked and emailed my principal and I had a formal sit down. And so I never go after people's jobs or they're the way they make money. I'd rather you be a productive citizen in society. My fans, though, on the other hand, did go after this guy hard and they found out where he worked and they posted it. I didn't stop him, but they posted it under there. He got he owned a business. It was like a pesticide business. Fuck around. Find out. Yeah, I didn't do it. And he blamed me. And I wrote back. I wrote him back. I was like, it was not me. I don't give a shit what you do. I'm not going to waste my time looking you up. I promise. But these you got to be careful. And it's why I don't say where I work. And it's why I I like what I do now with you. And I am vocal about it. But these people, they feel like this is their one moment to shine without doing any research, without looking at anything previously. And if you're offended by the fact that like I I don't want kids or like I make maybe even mothers or people who want to be mothers that can't make them laugh a little bit and feel better about things because I'm making fun of that stuff, then I'm for you. But I, if you are someone that's like, yay, this this mother who lives in a trailer park is feeding her four kids and making cute little meals and she's 24 and I make fun of the fact that she has four kids by saying maybe stop having kids. Just then move on, block me, ignore me and go on with your life. These people just find the need to go in and just rip the shit out of me for that one comment. And I'm also like, keep going because all it does is boost my algorithm. I will fight with people all day because that's how the videos get up to over a million views is me fighting with a lot of these people. And then Instagram's algorithm is putting it out there. I I envy Um, you. Cause I, my, my entire social media has taken like a huge hit. Ver- like I used to get exponential amount of views and now I just don't fucking care about yeah. that, that kind of stuff where 
I can get real. My so here's the thing. Like I think you're much better at this than I am, at at the engaging the ugly. You know, and by ugly, I don't yeah. mean like physically ugly. I just mean you, the you ugly. have to engage the good too. I'm not saying that, but no, yes, I I engage the, the good. I don't engage the ugly as much because Megan, when I when I, there's a dial that I have that when I turn it to that place, I get evil. Like I will I will bring some of these people to contemplate the rest of their life whether they should like finish it today <laughs> or, or or wait. That's how evil I can be. And and I'm being yeah. honest. Uh like if you get me to that point, I will I will dissect you like a fucking frog in high school science class. Like it is but I I've I've made this conscious and it's it's hurt me business wise <laughs> because I'm too Mate. nice. I'm like I'm May like I you know what make a suggestion. It you I should just be a dirtbag. No. Oh. May I make a suggestion and this is a tip for people maybe I shouldn't yeah. share it. Pro tip. Um, and I haven't done it yet but I'm thinking about doing it. Uh create a troll account, your own troll account. Nothing to do with you. I have a troll account, else. but anyway. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, and, go ahead. I do. And do it and pick them apart. It's therapeutic and it's not you doing it, it's somebody else. Um, I have a troll account just, so I will engagement. I will continue this, actually. Uh, so yeah. Megan always um, makes fun of me if you're if you're this is your first time listening. Megan loves to make fun of me. First of all, she never fucking comes to my house anyway. But Megan loves to make fun of me for the amount of pork that I cook, and I think it's just racist because she doesn't like Cuban people. Loves to make fun of me. Um, but I I have a bone to pick with this. Uh, it's called Tasting Table. I don't know what they are. I don't know who they are, but they popped up on my feed. So that algorithm you were talking about somehow led them to me. And it said 14 cuts of steak that you should steer clear of buying. And I'm like, all right. So I get it. They're they're creating clickbait. You know, your fucking person who's into barbecue is going to click on it. Your person who, like, I like to cook at home is going to click on it. Your person who maybe doesn't know about steak is going to click on it. Right. Fine. I get that. But some of the stuff that these people posted irked my fucking liver. Uh, they posted skirt steak. My Argentine friends, Argentinian friends, that people that listen to this show are gonna—they're gonna show up at your house with a machete if you tell them what not to. What was the to, reasoning? Huh? What was the reasoning? Oh, the reasoning is that like it—it—it—it—it's uh, it, consideration to feed a large amount of people. Bullshit. Um, so that the skirt steak needs to be cut a certain way so you can feed. You're a fucking idiot if you don't know that you can cook a 10-inch long piece of skirt steak, cut it down the middle, and make two five-inch pieces as a serving for people who, like, you're a fucking moron. Next one, tri-tip. Get the face fuck out of here. Tri-tip? Go anywhere in Los Angeles, and and so their their reasoning is a is a is a any is a steak who's anyone who's averse to micromanaging their food prep should avoid. Are you like, are are five year olds <laughs> throwing tri tri tip on the fucking grill? This is someone who has no passion for cooking. What up? No, but it's like like six pages. Uh, did they just throw this shit into ChatGPT and like, hey, create some bullshit? online story that maybe well it worked because it got you oh it hurts my liver because people are fucking stupid guess what buy skirt steak cook the fuck out of it and find a good recipe for chimichurri so cheap make it's it's cheap make it in the make the chimichurri in the blender guess what it it lives in the fridge i don't want to say forever but it lives for a really long time chimichurri is the the like the steak sauce that Argentinians mm-hmm. will put on their steak. It's spectacular. It's like tons of garlic. And part. It's it's heaven. It's green. Um, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. What did they and, say you could buy? Uh, no, no, no. They shit on New York Strip and T-Bones. They call New York Strip overrated. Okay, hold on, Eddie. Am I going to say something that's going to piss you off? I agree. I'd rather and, whoa, whoa, hold on. In what sense? Be- in what fat. sense? You. I the skirt steak. I'm saying. Half the price, super fatty, super delicious, Fair. super easy to cook, super quick to cook. New York Strip, like it's not on my list. If I see, if I see, but, what, Ribeye, but what's overrated? If I see Porterhouse, if I see T Bone, because I think that everyone hears New York Strip and then they overpay for it. 
no, no but, but uh, I get that. But here's my my counterpoint to that. New York Strip is the so f- so folks who don't know about New York Strip, when you look at a T-bone steak, um, it has a big piece of meat on the on one uh, usually uh, on one side, not usually a bigger piece of meat on one side, and then a smaller piece of meat on the other side. If you were to split it down the middle by the bone, the the bigger piece of meat is the New York Strip. The smaller piece of meat is a filet mignon. That being said, right. Hold so, on a second. Let me yeah. correct you a little bit because yeah. that is technically a T-bone, but a T-bone is actually made when they run out of the bigger piece of, of a porterhouse. So you're right. Porter Sorry, porterhouse. Yeah. yeah. Porterhouses are these two cuts of meat. Right. When you can't get really enough of those two cuts of meat, then it becomes a T-bone. Thank you. Yes, you're right. So porter, if you look at them, like if you look at them at the store, porterhouse and T-bone are going to look similar. Porterhouse is usually thicker. And looks mm-hmm. better, and it's going to be more expensive. You get two, like, yeah, full yeah, cuts of meat, full on a lot steak. more so you're, you're, you're right, Megan. Uh, Sorry, but, I'm a steak girl. We could talk about wine all day, Eddie, but if you, but, you got but me on steak. My, my <laughs> defense of the New York Strip, and this is not just, it's not a personal t- preference or anything. The New York Strip, it is the the people pleaser kind of across the board. The re- So you're talking about ribeyes. Um, you, you know, and, and like a ribeye has a higher fat content that could be a deterrent for some people. A filet is beautiful, but it has the least amount of fat in that world. So ironically, guys, it's super tender, but it, it really, a filet has the least amount of flavor because fat equals flavor. It's not me. That's Gordon Ramsay talking about that. The New York strip is kind of the best in the middle of all of those. So yeah, it, it can be overpriced it can be yes i i get that but that being said i still think that there's a lot of value in at least learning what you're buying in a new york strip whether it's prime whether it's whatever what the fuck is that sorry for those of you at home eddie you had that thumbs up again above your head on my screen oh Oh, i got what I got? I got fireworks display fireworks. Uh, on her Zoom. Okay, I'm just making sure that no one's like spying on us and like gestures work on Zoom where like things happen behind you. If you, yeah, spying okay, on us good. in what sense? So, so Megan, me. I don't think anything I ever have to say is important enough to give a fuck that Google no, but is that... like listening to me. Like I, I yeah. But... Well, people yeah, love right. Google. I agree. People love agree. Google. And then they're like, oh, my God. But then when I talked about whatever, it's popping up on my phone. I'm like, yeah, dickhead. Google is not free. Your information, what you talk about, is 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 valuable to Google because they will then, you know, uh, aggregate that to brands or whatever. Yeah. When so, you're accepting all cookies, guys. When you're accepting all cookies. And, you know, if you live in California, guess what? There's a law where you can... Not, you know, as much as people not fuck with California, you cannot accept any of that shit and still access but, all the same information. Yeah, um, you're right. I have no fear. The government can get in my pants all like, they want. Like, look at they, me all they want. They're keeping me alive. I, I, I love when somebody's like, the government <laughs> wants to look. I'm like, bro. Have uh, at it. Let's have at it. Let's have Do it. they want to take my debt while they're at it? Have at yeah, it. Yeah, like, assholes. really. Oh, you you yeah. want to find out that I fucking looked up like live albums by Oasis? Okay, good. Knock yourself yeah, out. You want to look at my porn history? You're gonna laugh a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, but not yeah, enough because there's the no state. dildos on that shelf behind you. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> not. I was hoping for like a suction moving. cup on the TV, something. I know, I know. I don't know if I told you the guy that moved above me is that he sells dildos for a living. Um, so he, <laughs> no. I know. And I did tape a dildo to my broomstick to get my neighbor before him to shut up. So I think it was all kind of convenient. But unfortunately, he wait, hold on, now, hold on. Um, Let's go back to this for a second. How did you what? How did you MacGyvering a dildo to a broomstick? Were you hitting your ceiling with it? Like, what's the? I turned it on high, and then I just held it up on the ceiling. So it was oh, a so that's a <laughs> is it a vibrator? What? So okay, it, it... it's a big dildo that moves around. Oh, and does okay. A bunch of stuff. So you I tried basically to face it on Amazon. Your ceiling to yes. yeah. got it. Okay. Yeah, and then this guy moved in, and he laughed at that story. Long story short. He bought the place, and now because of my neighbor, the crazy one, my new neighbor is selling his place within two months of living there because this guy has threatened to um, burn down our building. This guy has been arrested for a hate crime, calling him the F word, um, telling him he's going to kill him. And that's where I'm living with this crazy guy. And there's a video of me yelling at this guy, guys. Go find it because he's a fucking nut job, and that's where I'm living. 
So too bad this building's so beautiful. Uh, <laughs> speaking of nut jobs and where we're living, I ooh, I saw this. Ooh, I love nut jobs. Um, uh, well, this is a brand. Kind of nut job. This is a oh, brand okay, that's a nut job, in Might my be. humble opinion. Might be. So uh, before I tell you what I'm thinking, how do you feel about Chuck E. Cheese? If you have any feelings on it. It was a place that you went as a kid for your birthday and you saw crazy puppets dancing and you played games and your parents got to drink beer. And that's, that's why they liked it. That's they got fucking Hollywood beer. Boulevard in front of the Chinese theater. So that's like whatever. Okay. In Colorado, it was a big deal. <laughs> okay, fair. Uh, so get this shit. Chuck E. Cheese is releasing a motherfucking cookbook. <laughs> like, like, I... Stop. I I swear to God. How are they still in fucking business? That place was dirty as fuck. Exactly. Let's get them to sponsor us. Nothing, nothing. I know we should. They are the well tequila of pizza. Like Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) They're the well tequila of birthday parties. Yeah. Like like, (laughs) they're the well tequila of beer. They're the well tequila of everything. Like Chuck E. Cheese. entertainment. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm imagining game. I don't know when Chuck E. Cheese started, guys. So I'm totally talking out of the fucking uh, out of my it's gotta ass. be since the '80s, at least, but probably well before. Probably Chuck E. Cheese was like you find the story in like black and white, and there's some like eh, there's some like crazy deranged animatronic rat that you see a, a video of in the 1970s. Exactly, and I almost imagine oh, like come somebody. Chuck e. Cheese. Oh, come you Chuck know what? E. Fuck this. I'm gonna make this up right now. Here is the the bullshit fake story of Chuck E. Cheese. Um, stoner, <laughs> Silicon Valley, circa 1970. Silicon Valley was not Silicon Valley. It was just some fucking stoner who lived in the Bay Area who was covered by clouds and there was okay wine around them. They get high and they're like eating pizza. Just high stoner pizza. Whatever was in their fucking neighborhood. You know, we don't have to get excited about it. Just like your, your basic stoner, like Little Caesars or whatever bullshit there was there. And they're like, uh, they sound like Beavis and Butthead. They're like, uh, <laughs> this pizza's good. How do we turn this into a fucking business? And the other one's like, uh, like, uh, there's this place called Disney World that just opened in Orlando. It's like a, it's like a <laughs> copy. Hold on. It's like a. <sighs> copy of like disneyland but it's like bigger and shit and like uh and then the other guy gets this like fucking light bulb goes off and he's like oh wait disney world yeah yeah but but uh will if if it's like what what's their mascot uh the other guy's like a mouse is like, oh, oh yeah but uh we'd get sued if we put a fucking mouse on there it's like what's a mouse but not a mouse a rat a human mouse a rat oh you know what? That country bear jamboree shit did really well. Why don't we get a fucking rat and put it in a fucking rat costume and make it dance to music and make a fucking pizza place after it? Where, like, people who can't afford Disney and can't afford, like, Disneyland, Disney World can go to some shitty place in their town and get the, like, get the Wish.com version of Disney World's Country Bear Jamboree. And you know what? Those brilliant motherfuckers created Chuck E. Cheese. I'm making this up. Uh, allegedly. Created about, Chuck E. I'm Cheese. To, like, and now you. it's a motherfucking cookbook. Anyway. Sorry. Two things. That's Two my story things and I'm sticking to it. it. I'm about to blow your mind. I want you to think about what Chuck E. Cheese is about. Okay? Like, what is it really? Like, what's the main thing you do there? Play games. Yeah, and who do you think invented Chuck E. Cheese? Um, the Mormons in Vegas. Atari. <laughs> the founder of Atari. Yeah, got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. For those yep. of you Which makes sense. who have been living under a rock. And I'm predicting, rock. by the way, sorry, I'm predicting, by the way, horror movie in the next few years. Chuck E. Uh, Cheese. A Chuck E. Cheese horror movie. Uh, so yeah, Atari is, when I was a little kid, it was Nintendo before Nintendo. Atari mm-hmm. was the first Galaga. for me video game console. Had a game called Pong, mm-hmm, Pitfall. It was mm-hmm. uh, uh, Centipede. It was it was mm-hmm. the shit before the Centipede Nintendo Entertainment right. System came out. And I'll still mm-hmm. never forget the day that I got the NES and I played Mario, and it was the fucking greatest thing ever. But before that, 
it was the Atari. Atari. Yeah. It was, That's I was brilliant because it is the Atari because Atari was like shitty graphics. Shitty arcade games. Shitty and so arcade games. he was games. like, how do I... How do I get more people to play my shitty arcade games? Oh, I'm going to invent Chuck E. Cheese in 1977. So fudge. That. Yep. that is, yep. that explains so much, Megan. Like, <laughs> You're welcome. It was one of those like where like, story, it, we're like, your if Steve Jobs designed a pizza place, what would it be? Okay, it's avant-garde. It's going to die of cancer eventually. It's going to whatever. Apple it, products everywhere. It's gonna Yeah, there's, there's going to be, there's going to be products that are two years behind the competitor. Android, uh, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> and people are going to fucking wait in line for it. Okay, cool. And then you're like, what are the Atari people going to design? It's going to have kind of shitty animatronic characters. It's going to have like shitty games with tickets. It's going to have shitty pizza. Boom. Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. Well, joke's on us. Um, Atari stayed in business somehow. And they're still... In business, so I and mean, now they no, no, have no, no. a it's, cookbook. Guess what? It's always jokes on us. When I when I when I send my fucking taxes to the IRS, it's always jokes on us. I'm gonna get this cookbook and I'm gonna do one of my cooking videos on some of this stuff, and we're gonna see how it turns out. Oh, you're gonna get the Chuck E. Cheese cook? Can you please do Absolutely. it like an animatronic yeah. rat? <laughs> you <do> oh. your- <laughs> you can you have like a fake drum too. kit and just have like your can arms not include slept- that you buy the cookbook and you get the rat for free <laughs> boco bocar <laughs> you're in koreatown <laughs> it would not be hard to get the rat for free in that oh god you're right there are rats ever- for those of you who don't know if you just walk around the streets of koreatown and you look to your left there's just rats crawling everywhere it, it's it, a it thing. but you know what knock on wood i haven't seen but mind you guys i'm 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 like making fun of megan living in koreatown i've been dealing with a rat problem in my house for the past two years and now god just fucking kill me well no 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 no. there's light at the end of the tunnel as of four months ago i have not had a single issue with rats in my house we finally found where they were coming in and they're gone so I have no, like, seriously, no rats. And mind you, they don't go inside my house. They're under my house. They're in my attic. I have dogs. Like, I haven't found, like, rat poo inside my house. Eddie. What? I've been coming over to your house for years, and this is the Those first Those rats time are cleaner you- than you. Don't even front, dude. Eddie! You're, <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you hit this? Oh! I hid that. I was- that I sat in your you. backyard with my dog, and we watched movies. Um, let let's let's be real. Uh, somebody who you may have been aligned with gave mushrooms to your dog with chocolate. So rats in my backyard ain't shit compared to like chocolate and shrooms to your fucking dog. We are broken up. Yeah, and speaking <laughs> of, and my that- dog is dead. Anybody that makes fun of you for motherly anything, if you would have seen Megan, the way she cared about uh, an animal in her life, you would never question her motherly tendency. Like, the way she's nursing that fucking glass of wine is not even count to how she nursed her beautiful Dotson. Let's hope. Let's hope. Um, that, but that, that was enough mother energy for me. I can't do any more after that. Get the Bo fuck show. out of here. I know you're going to have another dog. I know you're going to. I've just, I thought about it and I just, it's so much cheaper to find a place without pets. So oh, no, no, no. Not? I'm not saying now. And or I don't the- even get my fucking deposit back after she died. I texted my landlord and I was like, so my dog's dead. She didn't ruin anything. May I have my $500 back? No. She's going to eat that. So you're like, hey, fine. I want to do a tasting menu at Providence. Can I have my five hundred? Can I have my five hundred dollars back? Oh, uh, I just watched the. Vi- Sorry, guys. Before we go, I just watched a video that um that shadowed the pastry chef or dessert chef at Providence during like a day mm-hmm. in the life, and I can't tell you how motivated and inspired I am to go eat at this like mecca of food here in L.A. It was it was and and I will call bullshit bullshit guys i am i and i will and i will also tell you like sometime it, it depends what you're into if you're not into going to like fine dining i get that but if you are 
Oh man, I cannot wait to do the like experience at at Providence. Just what I saw, the amount of detail that just went into the pastry service and dessert service for one night. Yeah. I can't imagine what goes into the cocktails. The obviously the, world, the, the way food. they this the way they serve it the the way they even like put it down and place it and then pour this in and then put this here and instruct you on how to eat it so you don't feel stupid it's just beyond that's that's an experience don't trust shit that's not that I'm telling you on that Providence note uh, live episode of Kill the Bottle podcast with Chuck E Cheese at Providence uh, <laughs> guys. Kill the Bottle I'm sure podcast. Bushnell, Atari's uh, co-founder is eating there. So, <laughs> a, as much them. as we thank you for your time, if you're if you're trying to think of a way that you can support uh, me and Megan, please, it means the world to uh, to us if you can jump in to wherever you listen to this show and just give a little. Right now, when you're listening, just jump in, give it a star rating. If you have two seconds while you're taking a dump on the toilet and listening. Write a review. Uh, let us know what you like, what you want to hear, what you want to talk about. If you want to jump on our social channels and let us let us know those as well, we love to hear those things. Um, we thank you so much for spending some of your precious time here with Megan and I on Kilobottle Podcast. And uh, Megan, next week you and I might be having dinner together soon. You might have to tolerate. My Ugh. freshly showered scent of smell. Ugh, that My means musk. I have to shower. Uh. Guys, thank you so much. Kill the Bottle Podcast. We love you. Appreciate you. 2024 is.